Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Media Music Podcast. Joining us this week is JJ Polishek. Uh, hopefully I'm saying that right. Is that right? It's even lazier than that. It's just Polishek. Like it's very Polichek. straightforward. Just uh, Polishek. JJ Polishek. Extremely straightforward. Where's the name from? <laughs> um, Everyone wants to say Polish because of like phonics, but... It's uh, actually Hungarian, which, you oh, know, yeah. that's not that crazy of a distinction, I guess. It's still <laughs> European, but, you know, I think it's an interesting distinction because one of them is uh, Pol. One of them is like Behemoth and the other is like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, you know, <laughs> I'd rather hang out with one of those than the other, but you guys can... You know, oh yeah, so speculate you, that. Do you live in Hungary? <laughs> Say that again. Do you live in Hungary? Oh, I I don't know if I wish I did. No, I live in Florida currently. Oh yeah. You know, but I try to travel about the country as much as I can. So you know, but yeah, I'm 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 a Floridian. I consider myself a Floridian. I don't know if I would qualify as a Florida man. Most of the weird you. stuff I do is, you know, <laughs> across the country. But hey, you know, I don't I don't resent or uh, I don't uh, you know I'm not ashamed of the florida man you know i'm i'm fine with that i i accept that's part of the identity yes nice you know it's a part of you know you can't have it all you can't only have a good reputation we live in a real world you know gotta take the good and the bad if you want the palms you gotta take the bath salt well that's not really a thing anymore but you get the (laughs) You get the gist. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, from Bye, what man. I'm aware I love of, I love <laughs> from what I'm aware of, you're you work with three bands: Seven Horns, Seven Eyes, Necroy Theoi, if I'm saying that right, and Skin Stripper. Uh yes, that's that's correct. Um, Necrothe is the correct pronunciation of that. I know it's a it's it's Greek. Um, well, according to Reddit, it's the correct correct way. You know, like we did we did as much due diligence as we could, given that we're we were just a bunch of guys in a band. Like you know, we're not yeah, yeah. we're not fucking Indiana Jones over here you know we don't know this stuff but anyway um the point i'm getting at is uh it's not really much of a point but anyway it's just necrothe you know okay which is the 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 closest we could get to figuring out what the greek version of dead gods is anyway um, yeah that's all that is but yeah those are the three the main uh well seven horns i mean each of those bands is their own topic because they're also like i you know i want things to be very different on purpose it's well different to me other people might think it's all all the same but you know i i try to keep things distinct 
Right, going on tangents. Yeah, those, those are the memories. Point, you, know. Know, you, you can you jump away. We're, we're, we're here to just chat some shit. <laughs> it's all good. Cool. <laughs> but, um, this next, morning. Next it's funny. You, you, you have that as a different thing uh, to like Polichek. So you've got like the actual like phonetics, and then you've got one that is like, <laughs> it's just, we're going polar opposites here. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I mean, it only matters as much as we want it to matter, as much as yeah. we care about keeping score. And that's half of the yeah. fun is being inconsistent with that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. You gotta love the fun inconsistencies that you can fuck with as an artist, man. Seriously. Yeah. Uh... I mean that's the that's why you know that's the liberty it's it's somewhat uh that's the risk you take because there's a better chance that everyone's gonna hate do when you do something like that but hey yeah no for sure good get, stuff comes from that yeah 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 we 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 kind of thrive off of that as a as a project like and individuals we kind of just go let's just fuck with some noise and then see what happens and then. Boom! There's, there you go. Enjoy, world. We're just wing. We're All winging my... life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're winging it. Well, well, I was gonna say all my most profound influences were all the artists who were unafraid to just do something, even if it doesn't totally work out. You know, yeah. like they're fine with it. Like, like they'll get the idea out there and it's like, yeah, this wasn't exactly how we imagined it, but we can do a better version of something similar, like whatever, you know, like they're not afraid to fail, quote unquote, you know, as much as you can in art. But yeah, you know, and that's always been really uh, crucial to me as far as like what's exciting about, I think like the millennial generation of art and heavy music coming around and, you know the turn of the millennium with photoshop blowing up and metalcore blowing up and mathcore and all that stuff you know coinciding together it all kind of had this culture of like yeah we might crash and burn we it might be sloppy and you know like kind of scrapped together but we're doing something exciting we're doing something dangerous you know you know and that was like a formative thing for me so i've sort of carried that mentality with me as like well yeah that's like the draw to this so yeah you know i mean even as something as simple as just like being inconsistent with how you choose to use rules and language and whatever like to me that's just sort of like it's not like oh we're you know we're we're running the risk of dismantling this framework that we need to function it's like no like we're doing the opposite. Like we're learning that like, okay, we got really comfortable. Now we can do even more actually. Now we can, now we can do stuff that we didn't think we could do, you know, and we can handle it now. We can handle it. <laughs> you know, that's what I see it as is it's not saying like, Oh, I don't respect blah, blah, blah. It's saying like, I respect it so much that, you know, I want to add to it. <laughs> that's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. I, I completely agree with that. Like, you know, I guess I don't know if you if you're into math or at all, but like you know, you've got Dillinger, which is definitely up there with that like level of kind of here. Look, we're going to do something absolutely insane, and we're going to keep doing it for twenty twenty odd years or fifteen twenty years, and then just go. All right, I'm done now. 
our bodies can't do that bit anymore. We'll do other shit and you know carry on with our. But they didn't career. stop everything. That's. I mean, that's a different point about the. You know, I think there's a lot of mis or misconceptions about the shelf life of metal as a career, but um, yeah. or music in general. But yeah, like my point is, you know, like yeah, you're right. They they did that. They made that decision, and but there's still more to yeah. do. You know, it doesn't have to be Dillinger, and it doesn't even have to be less simple or less uh, involved. You know, you got some well, people like you got. Part. You've also got like let's say Carbon, who are kind of getting it, like a pretty good name for themselves considering the type of music that they're actually creating and it's they're like messy. super saiyanemic yeah it's just absolutely <laughs> like not the nuts. character namek the band namek m-n-e-m-i-c like they're like that's carbomb is like that sound that like century media turn of this millennium sound but like on meth and <laughs> ayahuasca or something. Yeah, I I I'm a big well, fan. I find it very entertaining well, hearing how absolutely crazy they go. Yeah. So talking about they're that, super I good. To, yeah. Uh, they I are just, super I just good. wish more people would acknowledge bands that sound like that. <laughs> Frontiera, I'm all the way. Frontiera, look, let's go. That's the you're a long, <laughs> you're a diehard Look, fan of Frontier. There's era. there's a lot of good shit from that era that we took for granted. Mm. <laughs> I will die hard on that. Yes, <laughs> Frontier is cool. They uh, they I always get them mixed up with this really tiny black metal band called Frontier no. that released one demo that I got really excited about. So I always. Anyway, but that's not really relevant. But if you're a black metal person and you want to hear something unique yeah. and uh, uh, cool, look up the Frontier demo on YouTube. I'm really... Frontier I'm black gonna... metal. Just do it. I want it. It's no. humble. It's it's beginning to end. An idea right. executed. If we're gonna like, go into a vision this. executed. If we're gonna... <laughs> You're gonna have to look up my. What is it called? The Frontier. Was it? It's just Frontier, and it's they released one oh. demo. They're I think they're from the U.S. Uh, in like 2015, what? I think. What's the demo is it just called demo or something? Or... It's just called demo. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah. I hate it when bands do this <laughs> shit because they all think they're too good. Whatever. <laughs> this is this bad that I'm like talking how much i love and it's like yeah i fucking hate these pieces of shit they, they crossed me by calling it just demo <laughs> i found I it can't. on youtube all right i'm gonna this isn't what <laughs> this is uh, neither here nor there but i'm just saying i get excited about little little there's a lot of little projects like this that popped up over the years that i feel like you know never got their due and I'm i try sending... and bring them to the limelight not the limelight. I try and bring them, you know, to people's attention, but never quite catch the we grasp the... as like Nirvana 2002 or whatever. 
whatever. We are the limelight now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good. Great. That's that's good. Yeah. We're That'll like we. that'll that'll be a great. <laughs> That'll that'll work great. <laughs> that'll anyway. green. That'll green lime. <laughs> All right, I derailed this so far. Where are we need yeah, let's talk about something interesting to listen to, not just me talking about a band Well, I heard. well, let's talk about Just talking your just band. talking shit. Let's talk about how this morning I woke up and I, I had the pleasure of waking up to listen to Necro Thoy and Skin Stripper and <laughs> Necro Thay and Skin Stripper. It's fine, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I got it now. yeah, Necro Thay and Skin Stripper. And I'd already Think about played necrophages, Seven Horns. you know. Oh, yeah. Because like when I went to search for it, that's what came up anyway. I was like, oh yeah, it's uh, very similar. Um, Cool. yeah, I I've really enjoyed both of those. Uh, Skin strip is hilarious, man. I love the uh, samples that you take in, and just these hilarious voiceovers. It, <laughs> yeah, uh, the I one just, with the president. I... It's like what he accused me of cheating with the president, and yeah, that whole little gag that you got going on there. It's a bit of a comic <laughs> type EPA. everyone I feel like in heavy music for yeah well thanks <laughs> um, but what I wanted to say is that I feel like in music heavy music like for the past like two decades or so people have been using kind of the same crop of sound clips and they've been like just drawing from the same pool like it's all like all the brutal death bands just do horror or sci-fi horror you know all the other bands like they only do like very prestigious movies that make you seem really smart if you say you like it you know they won't do any movies that like you you just enjoy watching like with your family or friends you know and you don't have to like like brag about it you know like no one no one appreciates it. so it's like all right look i'm not <laughs> I'm not writing a big grand concept album right now, so fuck it. I'm just going to go to bat for all this shit that I feel like is severely underrated. You know, whether it's the Jurassic Park movie everyone hates. Whether whether which is This whole like like I'm kind of high not hijacking, but I'm kind of taking advantage of and exploiting my fellow Snyder fans who take it much more seriously than I do. So I'm trying to like bank on their just like rabid mindless, you know, whatever. Like, cause a lot of those guys are like weirdo QAnon types too. So and like, you know, I I'm fine. with loving Snyder and completely disavowing all that weird shit. But, you know, they, like, I, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Snyder. I'm getting too far ahead of myself. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> okay. sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm good. We're good.
the thesis here is that I just wanted to do a project where I could talk about stuff I liked that was fun and I didn't have to like it didn't have to be a whole big epic vision I fucking okay hang on I gotta let my cat in damn cat (laughs) (laughs) oh now now you don't know (laughs) yeah okay you know I put a lot of time into teaching you things that most people would be impressed to see, but whatever. Girls before swine. All right. Um. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh. Oh yeah. Thesis. I mean, it's 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 like it's thesis. Yes, yeah, scene stripper. It's you know, it's half comedy half serious because like it's not like i'm i don't mean anything i say i actually do like all this stuff genuinely mm. but also like i don't think that like the media that you consume has any reflection on like your worth or intelligent intelligence uh mm. or intelligence and um i so it's like yeah i'll just play around with it i'll just be like you know people think you're stupid if you like this shit fine okay so they're all ashamed to you know talk about how cool they thought this movie was i'm not (laughs) i'm gonna be the guy who comes and says hey yeah you like rain of fire well yeah i mean i never get to talk it's like we're talking about it now (laughs) we're partying about it now this is the time you're safe here now you're safe because no one ever was safe because you were never going to be saved by the movies you liked that was never gonna help you, so you may as well like whatever you want. <laughs> it's definitely uh anyway. It's different to the mainstream. You're not gonna hear this stuff as the backing track to a movie, or it's very unlikely. But for someone who is a fan of heavier I'm... music, it's it's a pretty good selection that you've uh shouted out right there. You know, there's a a lot of slam <laughs> influence and necrothe if i said if i finally got it right that one um that seemed a bit more serious you know it seemed like you were oh yeah 100 yeah i could tell that um and that, that was really enjoyable to listen to it was um a, Thank you very who, much. Who would you say? Everyone that, put a lot of work into that. So, who who would you say was a good influence for that band? I didn't realize it at the time, but in hindsight, what I'm now realizing that was in our subconscious and just in our blood is a uh, cephalic carnage. Oh yeah. In terms of just the mixing of visions together you know and you know they do it a little more uh chaotically than we do i guess and you know they're obviously less serious than us but like in terms of just like that sense of like wanting to just you know kind of 
not everything including the kitchen sink but like kind of just like not seeing a limit it's like okay yeah we're brutal death metal so like are we allowed to do like a melodic doomy section like is that gonna like alienate all the people who just want to hear disgorge riffs in like you know at like 200 bpm or whatever like you know like if people want to hear like 16th notes all the time that's cool i want to do that sometimes you know that's why i listen to disgorge and deeds of flesh and shit like that but this is you know for us it's like this is our band you know we like listening to this very specific very hyper focused stuff but when it comes to music we want to play there's a lot of different things we want to play we don't just want to do simple emmy stuff we do want to do that kind of progressive you know technical stuff and also atmospheric black metal influenced you know post metal influence kind of things you know that's uh you know that's the idea is that it's not so much about trying to uh achieve some sort of status quo uh bar you know in terms of like speed or whatever like it was about like we have this idea for like the uh you know the attitude of a band that like no one like that i you know that it was like sort of things we all wanted to do that we didn't think anyone was doing in our particular favorite style of music you know we all love brutal death metal but no one was really doing you know, no, no one was throwing like influences of like early 2000s metalcore and mathcore and, you know, and like really weird shit like Creation is Crucifixion and, you know, uh, like, you know, people, the closest people will get is like Converge or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to like dig in deep and like, like d- pull out the things from our, um, just our musical inspiration that like you know we felt we're underrepresented i mean i felt that way and about everything i wrote i know some of that (laughs) was for the other guys a lot of it was just riffs we'd had kicking around for a while too i can't deny that and some of it was just me saying all right we need we need the album closer to sound like Ahab, so write a song that sounds like Ahab, and then that's what they gave me. So, you are know, they, you, <laughs> um, you know each other for a while. Or? Uh, yeah, because it's uh, it was it came out of you know the fallout of Ovid's withering, and then what it, okay. but what it ended up being like that version of it didn't really last that long. You know, that was just like the premise. And then it turned into just like a conglomeration of just like friends who had known each other for like years and years and years who had never actually all all been in a band together, finally working together. Because that that fallout was hard. I know that fallout was hard, but like, I'm sure it was for all of you. Yeah. You know, you you, you guys have dealt with it like the best way you can. You you, you made some great music from it. So that's fucking great. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate, I appreciated the music when I heard it. I was like, 
wonder what JJ's doing these days. I looked over, I was like, who the fuck is this band? Like, it's just, it was a good few years ago, but like, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. Like, yeah, I'm very proud of how, well, of everything we did uh, with that album. And, you know, it was, uh, it was kind of insane to think about the fact that it actually worked and came into existence after all the trouble it took to even like compose it all like mm. so i listened to those songs and i'm like how did like how did we come up with like a 15 minute long song how did like yeah us guys who sit around just like talking about you know bikers and truckers all the time <laughs> you know and uh I don't know. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I just, I'm just. It's funny when you see something come to fruition, and then you go back to it, and you're like, "Oh, this is actually really fucking good." Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> sometimes it's just mad. Yeah. Well, I was so close to it, and I was so invested on making sure it sounded exactly like I imagined, or as close to that as we could get. And now it's like, I'm just happy that it exists, you know? Because now. Yeah. I realize how many, how kind of against the odds, logistically speaking, mm. it is to like get an album that's just that dense to even come together if it's not a 100% solo project. So yeah. I don't know. Being in a band now sucks more than ever. Like, it's not that music is worse, it's just like the world is worse. So everything that used to be the saving gray or you know like ah oh, well this is what's gonna like now it's a part of now it's like oh, all right all the yeah. things that this used to be a reprieve from have creeped into the reprieve yeah. you know yeah exactly, exactly. so everything yeah. that's what i mean by that yeah. so anyone who releases anything any sort of full length beginning to end album with like more than one person involved i'm impressed by these days i don't care i don't care if it's like super derivative or whatever like if enough people could schedule it and agree on it and make it exist then awesome i'm proud of humanity for still being able to do that <laughs> yeah 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 definitely definitely i i i agree with that a lot it's a very good point like um yeah I think e even getting two people together sometimes is is just hard enough, isn't it? For for anything, you know, like it's yeah. Well, I saw you you you. So even a yeah, podcast. You know, <laughs> we got three, but it it took a little minute. I'm glad we did. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Um, yeah, but at least with a podcast, uh, we can do it remotely now, whereas we don't have to. Yeah. fly you in from florida to the uk and fly me from new zealand <laughs> and all meet in the middle place <laughs> just for a yeah or just hope know. everybody catches each other at like a press event or something that's yeah <laughs> that's that's not a real thing in metal but it, it actually it used to be when i was still in high school now it's gone now all the money's <laughs> gone in metal which is fine. Metal's the still money, worth it. 
money in music is hard to come by, you know. Like, it's yeah. there, but it's hard. Yeah, well, now more than ever, it's like you, you're you like either doing this because you actually get something out of like doing, like doing it, like the doing, the act of doing it, you know, or, uh, you know, you either coasting on royalties or you quit, you know, I don't know anyone who's like got delusions of like yeah metal you know i'm gonna be able to just coast off of some trendy <laughs> it's a weirdly like it's more competitive in the in a more boring tedious way than ever mm. it's, yeah. which is now to say it's this, worse now you have to do a social media but it is to say and you have to put more time in social yeah. media than actual music that's what i mean yeah yeah for sure and it's, it's not uh, like it'd be one thing if it was like you know oh now you've got to stand in front of a camera and talk no now it's like now you've got to do even more sitting and typing and clicking than before because it's not like you didn't have to before there was already a bunch of that <laughs> now it's just like twice as much yeah. so whatever you know it it's gotta for me i just can't stop doing like i just can't stop like bothering all everyone i know about like yeah okay remember that thing we started let's get let's start that let's do that again you know like i can't i don't realize i do it but yeah. it's becoming it's making less and less sense to like do it which is what i think is kind of interesting about it like we do well, it even though it doesn't make sense you know yeah. That kind of proves its value. <laughs> yeah. mm, but it's just now it just doesn't have a logistic or economic value, but it still has an emotional and even physical value. You know, it's still something that we all desire to do. Hey, well, it's just very well, hard to live as a musician full time now. You're right. I I can attest to that. Uh what I will say, though, in terms of things like, you know, posterity and uh, contributing to society and what have you, you know, I don't, I mean, I haven't heard of any archaeological evidence of, like, uh, any prehistoric tribes or any ancient civilizations, you know, circling the wagons, so to speak, to protect the accountants and the middle managers of the tribe. It's always like the shaman and the people who like do weird visions and tell stories yeah. and, you know, <laughs> uh, can sing crazy. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, you can put all that effort into being a, a really great spreadsheets master, but like, I don't know if, you're probably not going to get triage when nuclear war comes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really, I'm just saying, economically speaking, never been a worse time to do music, but like the worst things get in the world, the more important every artist is going to be because everyone who thinks that all this shit just grows on trees, by which I mean like comes from Hollywood, you know, like they they're not going to be able to make anything new they're not going to be able to make movies 
they're not going to be able to recreate Shakespeare from memory, but all the fucking weirdos who are, uh, you know, alienating everyone in their neighborhood because they won't stop yelling in their room, mm. quoting Shakespeare. Those people are going to be really important. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, that's an illustration. That's, you know, I'm not making predictions. I'm just saying there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, very long term value to the obsession with art. I think that's proven itself in ways, you know, that may not be too obvious. You know, I find that the more stressed I actually am, the more of a need I have to go and just jam an instrument or go and make some music in some way and just kind of release from the world just get that yeah, i use yeah music that's just in a that's human that's not you being a weirdo no, yeah for sure. that's not you, you being some sort of like you know i mean i oh, am you're a weirdo. some particular person and you need to find well yeah but that's like everyone that's my point is like the default Everyone's state of people is like weird because we haven't we haven't found some platonic ideal for like you know an equilibrium or whatever yet like we're still like evolving not like like spiritually or whatever but like physiologically we're still like not not quite you know elite like we're we're pretty good in terms of you know where we sit in the food chain like i would say we deserve to be here you know all things considered all mistakes made just by the stats you know we 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 look we look like we'd be on top because of our brains but <laughs> that doesn't mean that like oh we we did it so now it's like you know now it's just plateau time like yeah. you know it's 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 uh what am i getting at here i was gonna get the human thing right uh <laughs> You know, we're you're not like you're not uh nobody is being distracted when they have these uh therapeutic habits like you're talking about, you know, like when people find catharsis in music, it's not because like, oh, it's, I'm doing this instead of like, you know, I, I should be yeah. making myself physically more fit or whatever. It's like, no, like that's that's like a part of like that it's all it's all as good as anything else you know like and i'll even say something controversial controversial and it's not because like i (laughs) i mean even even if you just do a bunch of incredibly destructive drugs that's as valid as anything else technically because there's no inherent value to being healthy but that's philosophy and we're not this isn't a philosophy yeah. podcast. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a anything <laughs> podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, you know, like that what you're talking about is a good thing and it's a cult. That's something that I think, you know, like will help us push forward into like instead of trying desperately to conserve and you know, hold on to very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, just failing 
modes of operation, modus operandi, you know, in terms of the way we do things in society, which sounds very vague and pretentious, but I literally just mean like, you know, the versions of exchange that we all agree to with each other, you know, um, okay. like, you know, and how we communicate and blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Like that can all just mechanically be more advanced and that doesn't you know it's not like we need to have some enlightenment or anything it just comes from saying like hey instead of thinking my kid is an idiot and like they have to you know be treated like an idiot maybe let's just throw knowledge at people and wow wouldn't you know it they could usually people could handle it pretty well after you know the initial period of getting over the cognitive dissonance and all that like yeah. people are honestly smarter than <laughs> you might think so people are smarter than they that's they part do. of it yeah all right okay. yeah and this is all part of it you know like Expressing ourselves through art is part of that. It's not that like art is inherently some sort of higher version of communication, but I think it's a manifestation of us as just, you know, as just animals, us being capable of, you know, reaching out to something, you know, right now it's just vague and grasping at air, but like, you know, the point is we're reaching, you know, and eventually it'll connect to something or get to, you know who knows it doesn't matter but like the only way anything else got anywhere is because it just kept doing stuff you know in terms of evolution so that's how i see it yeah, yeah. doesn't really matter how it fits into some narrative of uh well does this seem like it would you know like is this part you know does this feel like the typical hero's journey i'm used to that I feel like humanity should be on, you know, like, no, it doesn't, there is nothing like that. It's just like, whatever's going to work is going to work, you know? Yeah. And if that means, yeah. And if that means, uh, we spend a couple million years fucking around with art and bizarre artistic expression. And that's what it takes for us to finally get to something next, whatever the next thing is that actually be, becomes a real tangible thing for us then then yeah <laughs> that it was good that it was worth it you know more than feeling guilty about doing that kind of shit and like feeling like oh i'm wasting time getting involved in these personal expressions when i should be quote-unquote self-improving or self-actualizing vis-a-vis fucking some advice someone else gave you because they you know like crunching fitness numbers you know mm. like you get you get my point <laughs> yeah. you know oh, that's a good point i entirely agree yeah the mess is uh is the reward you know because that's how we learn that's not a very profound thing to say, but you know, it's usually profound. people try to tie it into is. spirituality. See, I, I, the thing that I find is that it's not a lack of intelligence, but more of a lack of confidence. And people, they yeah. aren't necessarily 
stupid, but a lot of people will tell themselves they are because they can't or they don't perceive themselves. Because other people tell them they are. Well, possibly, but they also they judge themselves by comparison to what they think they should. By other people, I just mean like. Yeah, there's yeah. there's people who have incentive to make you feel stupid by advertising no, to you sure. as if you're stupid. But if you're so that's what I mean. And then that's, like if you're that's... really confident, then it doesn't <clears throat> matter what they're gonna say to you. You're just gonna power it off and be like, "Well, I'm gonna do my own thing anyway," because that's what kind of weirdo I am. And like you'll see that with yeah, older I, people I think trying to learn. Everyone music. deserves that confidence. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. you can't give someone that confidence. They got to find it. You know, you, it's yours to take. And that's what I find when I like show people like learning music, especially at an older age, they will be more hesitant because they don't want to make mistakes. They feel like the mistakes make them wrong and they're stupid and they can't mm-hmm. do it. But it's that's what I have that you have you try to teach is that you're gonna make mistakes even if you've played for ten years you you gotta overcome that because that's just part of it. Yeah, and uh, the reason that we got here is because people made mistakes that they decided to just push further, you know. Uh, uh, like the whole reason we have rock music at all is because someone discovered overdrive and distortion and decided, hey, instead of treating this like something I need to immediately remedy and never have happen again at all costs, let's go the other direction and see what I can do with this, you know? Work with, not against. Yeah. Yeah, and we take that for granted now because it's just a part of our lives ever since we've been born, you know. But, like, someone had to make that decision probably at the scorn and mockery of their friends that they respect and that they wanted the respect of, you know. Yeah. People probably told him it sounds like shit and it's stupid. And But now, like, fucking Hans Zimmer is doing it, you know, on stage in front of everyone, like... And that's considered, like, sophisticated to, you know, your everyday idiot. I, Hans Zimmer is one of my favorite composers ever. I'm just saying people who think <laughs> classical music equals movie soundtracks are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm yeah. a huge Zimmer fan. Um, but I'm also a fan of actual yeah. classical music. There is the distinction. Well, yeah, Zimmer is very straightforward. And that's why yeah. I like... I'm just saying, you know, like... Yeah. It's you it's get the actual point on, is that I'd, I'd say it's more focused making a mistake became a standard yeah mm. yeah and that's that's good that's like a good thing that's what i think uh movie soundtracks needed at the time and that's why everyone started ripping him off you know um <laughs> as a composer you know because like they realized like holy shit we should have been doing this we had all these generic motifs we were just doing over and over again because everyone was doing them. And then here comes Hans with these big boom, boom. And it's so simple, you know. <laughs> so whatever, you know. It's... There's no no rules, you know. It's sort of like the innate premise of skin trippery, to tie it back to that. But like, it... 
there never were any rules. Always could have done something this simple, and you always could have told people that you liked something that you think is perceived as stupid. It doesn't matter. But now, I'm just going to tell you that you can do that, and also, I'm going to beat up anyone who wants to argue with either of us about it. That's why it's slam. <laughs> you know? It has to be as tough as possible. Because it has to be like, alright, this isn't just some you know, these aren't some like angry dweebs, you know, coming from Reddit. Like, no, these are like, these are like guys who listen to Throwdown and Barrier Dead, who also just happen to like dog soldiers and, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever Reign of Fire. And uh... <laughs> so I'm, I've got one. So yeah, I know uh, when a skin stripper gonna go out with party cameraman. I saw you on stage. I saw you that picture. <laughs> Oh wait, with who? Party cannon. Oh yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> we okay. We have to prove ourselves as a lot. I need a drummer first, but yeah, yeah that I want to do that, and uh, that's an obvious pairing. But you know, they they've put a lot of work into establishing themselves, so they're kind of at the level where it's like, yeah, if we ever want to, you know, now we're like investing a decent amount to going out, so we can only take out bands who already have a draw yeah. so you know and oh, we don't i we played open mics <laughs> with no no one but me and an ipad and a guitarist so you know whatever so do you do, you do i don't blame vocals? anyone for like <laughs> Are you yeah i just guy? do my vocals right now like yeah i'm doing all the vocals i help compose and that like you know i'll like I have some leftover riffs that I throw John's way and you know he he does most of the structuring and you know we we work it out together but he does all the playing and all the drum programming and everything you know cool. I I do the big the big picture stuff you know the themes the yeah. what's this gimmick going to be all that kind of crap you know all the visual stuff is me Do you um do you, so do you, you you play guitar and stuff or is it like No I no. tried learning guitar and then I got a GameCube and well, one, <laughs> one thing was more immediately rewarding. This was sixth grade. So, yeah, you know, I got like immediate gratification from uh, like... Me the metroid prime or whatever i got no it was godzilla <laughs> destroy all monsters melee immediate gratification from that <laughs> nothing from sucking at guitar as a sixth grader so that didn't go anywhere but i did you know over the years learned a little bit about theory a little bit about writing in general and you hey, know you are so i ended up uh, just collaborating uh, with people and you know that's how I. That's try, how I do it. You try guitar and you are a guitarist. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I mean, that's how I feel about guitarists anyway. So sure, they're exactly. everywhere anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I started when I was four, man, and then like, I got to like, I think it was seventeen, eighteen, and I was like, all right, I'll play a bit of bass. And then when we were when we were doing 
the end of college. I was like, I want to play drums. I've never hit shit before. So I just started randomly hitting shit. We just Hey, that's how that's fun. fun. I'm about to get a a fucking modular synth and start just yeah. making slow ass ambient music where it's just like here's one note. All right, now I remembered the next one I was gonna play five, you... ten seconds later, you know, <laughs> but there's a delay, so no one noticed that I forgot. Yeah. You know sure. <laughs> You're gonna Are be you, the uh, next Brian Eno. Uh, yeah, or Sugar Ray Riz Ross, Sugar Ross, oh, yes. Sugar Ray, Sugar <laughs> Ross, Sugar Rays. You know, they're they're the one of them, one of them. You know, either yeah, one. The, the guy from Sugar Ross actually, um, he did a separate project. And he composed this like hour-long orchestra of minimalist orchestral ambient music. And it is stunning. It is beautiful, but it is incredibly slow. And for if you play orchestral instruments, that's actually very hard to achieve very long, oh. slow legato. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, because you can hear all you can hear your arm trembling yeah you can hear the buzz like everything it's yeah um, like it's a performer's nightmare to play this stuff but the actual performance was flawless they did they nailed it but if you're sustaining the same note yeah probably sounds straight then yeah that's that's going to be like mentally i listen to that kind of stuff well, yeah, but I love listening to the fuck out of that kind of music. Like one of my favorite uh, bands is A Winged Victory for the Sullen. A Winged, listen to me, whatever. I don't care. That's how I read it in my mind. But anyway, A Winged Victory for the Sullen, which is uh, uh, Stars of the Lid. It's members of Stars of the Lid. Someone from Stars of the Lid is involved, and a bunch of other British people, and um. It's sort of like what you're talking about, um, but you know, it's all about somber piano, and uh, yeah, I never think about that while I listen to it. I do think about the fact that, like, wow, this is probably boring to like, yeah, learn. <laughs> it probably yeah. sucks to learn, but you don't have to learn it, you can just read it off the page, I guess. Yeah. So, whatever, but still, I love listening to that stuff, so you know. Sorry to anyone in the future who's listening to this in like a court deposition later and like who worked with me as a live string musician who, (laughs) you know, was like, he said, because I don't plan on doing that with real musicians, but hey, I don't know if I do. Sorry. (laughs) Also, I hope everything worked out for us. (laughs) <laughs> as, a, um, as humans <laughs> time capsule <laughs> sealed <laughs> oh god that was good shit that was good shit alright what's what's going on you, you want to listen to some you want to listen to some of yeah, yours are we, really are we good to play one you of your something. tracks hell yeah yeah totally uh, did you have specific things in mind well you I wanted like a spiel on I I thought because it's the most recent, maybe Skin Stripper, because that's also active. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, gonna... there's a lot of there's a lot of things happening right now with that. All right. Oh, do you want to cool. do the new single, the Die for Dark Seed? Or the latest single last year? Yes, with my good friend James Martin from Aegean on guest vocals. But no way has he come back for you to do this. He's been back. They're he's they're doing their new album right now. What James? I mean I not vocals, but they're still tracking instrumentals. But yeah, I, there's a new Aegean coming I, out. I didn't know he was about. That was what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, he came back on the last one, Age. Um, oh. James Martin, great, great friend. Uh, always, always a very uh, encouraging spirit, that guy. Love oh, him, love I him. I suppose he was back on Age. For some reason, I thought Julian was still doing... like he They sound very similar, which is fine. I don't, I think that's like a part of the draw of Aegean is that they have a unique sound so it's like like if you do vocals for them then it's like you get your chance to like it's like you know try an opera as a vocalist or whatever it's yeah. like ooh I want to do this one it's like ooh I get to sing Aegean you know yeah man. anyway um but yeah James is back he did the part of uh the dark side Uxas voice you know it's supposed to represent dark side but also it's the lyrics are just written and from the first person perspective of me ranting about issues I have with the management at Warner Brothers Studios. Huh? And uh listen. Oh. Oh, I got oh. it. <laughs> They've made some decisions that I, as a uh as a emotional and psychic shareholder, not a not a financial shareholder, but, but uh, as an invest as an emotionally invested shareholder, I take severe issue with. Listen, I won't be the first person to say these things, but I will advocate for them nonetheless. Humanity has lost its way in regards to Warner Brothers' handling of. DC properties. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No further question. <laughs> Thank you and good night. That was the end. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> All right, let's let's, let's have. Oh my God! What a... we're going for it. Hell yeah. <laughs>
All right. I just uh okay. I just noticed the artwork for your EP involves the Batman. Is this uh is this Well, these are all see? teaser artworks, but yeah. yeah. Ah, the the a... new EP has unreleased artwork that has not been revealed yet. So I've been teasing all the singles with specific little things like that. But yeah. <laughs> the Batman. The Batman. The Batfleck yeah. in yeah. particular. I I do support Fort Battenson, Robat Battenbat, uh, as the great Weekly Planet podcast calls him. But uh, <laughs> my Batman is Batfleck. Batfleck. Like Batfleck. <laughs> all right. And if I ever meet Ben Affleck, the first thing I'll ask is like, all right, why didn't you strangle Harvey Weinstein every time you ever saw him in person? I'll ask yeah. him that. I'll be like, listen, yeah. why didn't you beat him to death with your bare hands every time? I mean, you can't do that more yeah. than one time, but still. Um, you know, <laughs> nonetheless, though, that Batman is the Batman for me. Mm-hmm. There's JJ, a lot of specific yeah. reasons, you know. If you were a character in the new Batman movie coming out in, let's say, 2025, which character would you be? You know, never really thought of who I would be in it. I just always thought I would of what I would do if I directed it. But uh, who would I be? Fair enough. Um, no, I like to. Okay, no, I'd have to be. It'd have to be Enigma. Yeah, like yeah. not. Uh, not cool. We already have a Riddler in the Battenson version. Damn it. And he's better than the one I would play. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, and we already have Barry Kogan as Joker. Those are the two guys who mainly run off ego. And that's the only villains. That... No. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's got to be someone similar uh, that I'm not thinking of immediately. There's a lot of that's the problem. There's too many good Batman characters besides yeah. Batman, so I never think about them individually because I love them all together as a menagerie, you know. Because I'm like that. Like anti ego, but he's got an ego. Yeah. Wait, who? Alfred. You cut out Alfred. Anti- well, no, Alfred. Uh, there's so many different ways to play Alfred, though. That's what's so, yeah. you know, because you can do military Alfred, like, uh, like a circus. You can do, um, like, you know, older uh, boyfriend who's constantly scolding you, Alfred, like uh, Mike <laughs> or fucking, you know, what's his name in? But in BVS and Justice League, why am I forgetting his name? Uh-huh. It's funny because he's also pretty homophobic, but uh, he was in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> That's his big shame. You know who I'm talking about. No, and he no, plays I'm... Scar. He does the voice of Scar in what? Lion King. What is this? He who plays Alfred that? in a... Uh... I could Google it, but I'm holding a beer right now. Um, I'm I'm gonna Google it. You could it. try. Hold up. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sam, not Sam Worthington. God, how am I remembering Sam Worthington and forgetting this iconic actor? Wow, what is wrong? Um, anyway, there's a lot of different dynamics. You could do old grandpa Alfred, who's like always on his deathbed, like in the Was it um, Jeremy Irons, uh, Tim Burton movies. Jeremy Irons, yes. I wanted to say oh. Michael Ironside, who I also love. He's also a better person than Jeremy Irons, I think. <laughs> From what you but, know. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, Ironside has played a bunch of heroes. And, okay, whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Alfred. You know, yeah. Or you could do Michael Caine. Michael Caine? Yeah. Just playing yeah. Michael Caine. <laughs> <Yeah. know? laughs> so that's what's cool about Alfred. There's no I mean, one way. Part... But I would want to do a character you'd that has the, a, like a defined archetype that people know. You'd be the first Alfred who is also a Florida man. That would be your spin. Ooh, there's an angle. Yeah, American Alfred. That's what we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Alfred. Al- we got Kiwi Alfred. We got. Okay, not Kiwi. I guess that's a more specific thing. Isn't it? Well, I mean, people call Kiwis Kiwis in New Zealand. That's what they call each other. Does it press me years ago and I never thought anything else about it? But anyway, um, uh... Sorry for that addition to this horrible stereotype, you know, adding Lord of the Rings to it. Um, <laughs> that's our world. I'm so sorry. Hey, mate, that's where hey, we're at right now. We, There's nothing every, else right now. Everyone over here loves Lord of the Rings. We're very well, the people well, yeah, here are very it's, passionate about it's... Lord of the Rings. Okay, great, good. I am too. I just don't want to patronize anybody, but. Florida man patronizes. What was I gonna say? <laughs> I, was gonna, I was circling on a something. Alfred. Alfred. We're Alfred. talking about yeah. We got a Kiwi. Not Ki- God damn it! I did it again. We got New Zealander Alfred. We got British. Another British. A third British. Fucking Sean Bean. No wait, it wasn't Sean Bean. Was it? <laughs> Who was it in? The in uh, the always dead guy, right? Uh, we were so off topic, but uh, <laughs> I guess there is no topic. But anyway, um, Alfred, yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't want to play Alfred. Why are we talking about Alfred? <laughs> um, I, me in Batman. I gotta close in on it now, or forever hold our peace. Uh. I'm only thinking of other members of the Justice League. I I can't not like. Sorry, my megalomania is too strong. You, I can't do you think you'll be. A good I can't guy. see yeah, myself as opposite someone else. <laughs> I am the megalodon brain. <laughs> oh shit, uh, that's funny, man. That's funny. You good? Yeah, whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. I think I'd make a good Joker, but everyone could make a good Joker. That's not true. It's not true. Lots of people made pretty bad Jokers. 
You could do that, actually. I could imagine you taking your hair green and rocking up to a costume party as the Joker. Well, I'm just going to say there's, you know, when the actual full length album cycle comes around, I'm a part of the skin stripper game. I haven't, like, this is a weird thing to say because it's something you want to just, like, show and then have other people point out. Mm. But, like, to relate to what you're saying is. I'm actually like a part of the skin stripper gimmick is going to be, I'm just going to use it as an excuse to just like do cosplay that I've wanted to do over the years, but like I could never afford to go to conventions or anything. And none of the bands I was in ever would have allowed that. So like now it's just like, well, there's nothing like no one, no one's going to veto this and there's no other place. So like, fuck it. I'm just going to get on stage, dress like, death metal superman or you know whatever you know so that's yeah actually what you're talking about who knows you might see something i mean i may have a replica of a jacket from you know one of the jokers you who knows which one though me i do no you don't Mm. you're lying oh i i do (laughs) oh i do (laughs) you want to know why i do why yeah Cause I'm the one who bought it. No. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, oh. oh. <laughs> I did it. It was me. Yeah. Where's you can receipt? do that now. Where is it? Where is the receipt though? Where is the receipt? It's online. It's well, online. Well, what That's I how want... they do it now. Receipts are online I... now. I want CCTV footage of you going. Bought it. I want it. Where is it? All right, hang on. We have to figure out time travel first, so I'll get back to you. <laughs> I'll be back. We'll, 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 oh, I've seen we'll it. circle I've back seen to it. this. Yeah, yeah. That'll be in the next. Yeah, oh yeah, the, I remember. The next time we bring yeah, because I remember on. to do we'll everything. Yeah, Bill and Ted logic. <laughs> there yes, we go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> do a progress report. Oh man. Uh, That's good shit. I think I have talked. I think I may have promoted like one half of a thing. (laughs) (laughs) We strip skin. (laughs) Hey, that's cool. I mean, we're in we're in the factory right now, putting everything in the oven right now. So you know, all the all the big fancy is gonna come real soon. Twenty twenty three is when I'm gonna execute a lot of ideas that I've been sitting on. You know, and it's not to say like, oh, it's gonna blow your mind. It's, but it's like, you know, it's 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 the year where it's like, all right, I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is here, so I can establish that there's move, there's a thing happening. In- so that's what it is. That's in- what it is. is. You know, great. Uh, there's uh, a plan. I'm up for this. There's a plan. Um, as as well, do you already have any? If you like what you heard already, you're gonna get more more of that. Just better yeah. songwriting because we're spending more time on it. And, you know, are you gonna are you gonna be preparing structure. for a tour or is that like later on? I'm later on in the year in terms of like real like real touring where it's like more than just like up a coast, you know. But right now the only plan is um because we have some music video stuff up in the northeast relatively soon so there's going to be live activity up the east coast 
around that time period. Nice, nice. That'd Which be- I want to say is like, you know, March, April-ish, whatever, as it starts to warm up up there, so I don't have to deal with <laughs> that. <laughs> Can't take the cold. You wuss. <laughs> I mean, I could, I just don't want to. I don't have to, and I don't want to. Fair yeah, enough. fuck it. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Fuck it. Listen, this is our world for a little <laughs> yeah. bit longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, JJ. Um, is um, Necrothe. Hey. Is that is that a thing you're still going to come back around to, direct? There are some demos that are currently uh, being refined and, you know, made. The standards for Necrothay are, like, higher than anything else. Like, Skin Stripper, it's like, I just gotta make sure I'm proud of it. Necrothay, it's like, this has to, like, represent everybody into, like, the next million years well after we're dead and we can't like people can't find it and be like, oh, this is cringe. You know, that's Necrothay. <laughs> so um uh <laughs> yeah, so like that's like a fuckload of thought and work. So oh, that's like yes, it's it exists. There is new Necrothay music technically. It's just, you know, um, that shit takes time. Like that shit takes time. The first <laughs> I can't there's no way around the first release twenty eighteen. I forget. 19 uh 2019 yeah yeah and the the pandemic hit us real hard like we really got taken off the tracks because we were already pretty we were already you know like all through that album cycle and then the pandemic hit and then it was like all right well Mm. all plans are gone and all momentum was gone and then all of us sort of had to restructure our lives you know Mm. So yeah, the Necrothay is something where it's either all of us or it, you know, it just doesn't quite have the same magic. Like it sounds like it does because it's us doing it together. You know, it's not one person doing the whole thing. No, I don't want it to be that. But yeah, which is to say, I'm picky, so I'm holding it up. That's your fault. No, that's not true. Everyone is. Everyone is. Um, but yeah, Skin Stripper though, Skin Stripper, we don't give a shit about our fans. Uh, we don't care if you like it or not. If you don't like it, good. That's probably just more evidence as to why we put in more effort to understanding art than you did. So, you know, live your life. But yeah. <laughs> no, um, Skin Stripper is just easier on purpose, but uh. Because it's for fun, and there's gonna be a lot of fun to be had. A lot of, I want to get into doing like rap shows because we did some on that open mic tour, you know, and they went over really well with people who are actually like at a place to have fun and not to just like show off how smart they are because of the shirt they're wearing. So, I hear something funny. I don't know if you're like, uh, do you know People Slicer at all? Uh, not personally, but I know them and their music. I know of them and I know their music. Yeah, I played guitar for them in 2019, and like we 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 had, we did like the uh, three shows and a couple of shows in a row, and that ended up playing a rap. Yeah, show, weirdly enough, 
you know, that's literally the perfect connection to what you were just saying, man. It's just, it was so weird, dude. Like, it was, it was fun. It was just really strange. Like, it's just, yeah, it's more positive. You know, it's more fun. Mm. I don't know. At least for, probably, I don't know if it'll be if it would be that way for like dorky ass technical music like Necrothay no. or whatever. But like Skin Stripper, it's all in four except when it's not. Yeah. But like, it's supposed to be in four. But anyway, um, the you know, like it's shit that you can just hit. Like, there's not a bunch of dissonant guitar shit going on. No. You know, like the structures aren't all confusing. Like you can tell, like, oh, okay, yeah, this is the breakdown. This is the refrain. This is the sing along. You know, like yeah, that's yeah. all on purpose because you know I'm tired of playing shows where it's like I have to like explain what we just did after the set's over. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that makes sense. You got Not to say I don't like playing that music. I love it. It's the best music in the universe to listen to and to make and to play but you know it's nice when people like smile yeah. at your shows oh yeah you know <laughs> uh that's about all i have to say about that really <laughs> uh anyway this is your daily episode of navel gazing daily Naval. Thank you, everybody. Naval gazing. Naval gazing. Nice. I gotta say, does anyone say that anymore? What naval gazing? Yeah. I've never heard anyone say it. You know, we're. Oh, okay. Maybe that's like a like a thing that like parents say. I'm not a parent, (laughs) but my parents said it. Um, but it's basically like you know, just rambling about your own deep thoughts you know yes i am the other day i was thinking about yes and the other day and I, then i thought about <laughs> this that's navel gazing you know i am the navel gazing. <laughs> which is basically what i've been doing yeah i love it it's, it's been great we love it's been great over here definitely hey yeah. well <laughs> then i love you hey share <laughs> yeah. the love share the love, guy. love JJ. Uh, someone somewhere said it's magic. I think it was Christopher Nolan in Interstellar. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, you know, never believe it's not so <laughs> magic. Yeah, Tom's actually about to release a full cover of that song, um, in the coming year. Yeah. 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 It's uh, I'm looking yeah, forward yeah. to that one. That's hot. <laughs> Good. Fuck that. Shut up. <laughs> you can uh, uh, you can get on Ellen DeGeneres, with Michael Bublé. <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, you remember, oh, like they it. used to do. That's still a thing, to... right? Yeah, those two people. Me. Those two people are still real. Remember they used to do them hit CDs <laughs> every year, like this yeah, is twenty twelve and this is nineteen ninety nine, just like this catalogue of all their major now, pop songs. Yeah, now yeah, it that's worked. What, that's what you know we've got to be going for. 
you know, we need skin stripper on this is 2023 now, you know? Why is See, no one why is no one creating a joke about this, that? This is Death Metal 2023. Where's that CD, man? You joke about that, but like some of the I'm, I'm not, I'm not some sure. of the gimmicks and some of the like uh sc- not scams. I'm not going to call them a scam because it's a joke. So yeah. it's okay. But yeah. uh are, you know, pretty close to that like Look, I can't say it now because it's like opening Pandora's box and I want to keep it to myself, but like the album title for our full length, I'm very excited about. <laughs> it's like, it's equally like, it's like a Faustian bargain, you know? It's wow. going to be something where like we're going to get equal amounts of, uh, you know, reaping a reward, but it's also going to do a huge amount of damage and I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're gonna be a deep target for a lot of angry people. Uh, you know, a lot of angry people who really love to go to like, you know, music festivals that are sponsored by like Rockstar, Harley Davidson, and uh, you know, Republican candidates and shit like that. (laughs) Um, uh, you know. How do I like? How do you describe Metallica fans? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> Saint Anger. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I had a moment where I said it's like I guess that's like describing Star Wars fans at this point. Everybody likes Metallica. Even I do, even though I don't. You know when you go to a hardcore gig. You know when you go to a hardcore gig and you see them kids kicking in the circle. And it's always the same bunch. They're the type of people who, yeah, they show up to kick a hardcore gig, but they also go home and listen to Metallica in bed. You know, they're the kickers at the show. They're not really there because they love it. They love Metallica. I don't know. Here are the people who are... Those are the pushmoshers. All the mainstream radio dudes are the pushmoshers over here. They're all the, like... They hate hardcore dancers the hardcore dancers are all the kids who are like oh my god check out my boundaries pull over <laughs> i don't fucking know what bands these people listen to trapped under ice are they back yeah they're body back snatcher. body snatcher uh well yeah or yeah, you know. I mean, I like Body Snatcher. I love. Body okay, Snatcher. no, I like I like Kyle. I don't know what Body Snatcher sounds like, but I oh, love Kyle. Unbelievable! <laughs> you love the guy, but you don't love the band. Look at you, a bad friend, bad friend, bad fan. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's. That's not Bundy. true. I have listened to Body Snatcher, but that joke wouldn't have worked as well if I said I've <laughs> only slightly. Anyway, um, but God damn uh, it. God yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, we make we all make sacrifices for the art. Sometimes yeah. the truth is on the trapping block. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> What are we on? What are we talking? What are we, what's our heading? <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, man. 
Right, at this point, we've kind of touched yeah. ground on a lot of subjects. We've gone over the selection of music that you've written. Um, we've gone over your participation in the anti-Warner Brothers movement. And uh, very... <laughs> my very fair weather participation in that. I'm ditching as soon as it becomes a liability. Just... You, you, you know. know we're gonna get. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. You know we are. No, mate. No, no. you gotta find no. some way to do. Just put in some weird glitches in the parts where you hear the clips from the movies and the song. You'll be fine. You know, yeah. whatever. I'll. If, if I'm slurring enough, us, their AI won't catch the transcript. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how could they not? They're Warner Brothers. They're they're, they're everywhere. They're gonna touch you and find you, find you, find your uh, what the fuck am I trying to get? No, no. They they own the entertainment yeah. industry. They're gonna they're gonna make you stop. Talk. Hang on, I gotta. I should come up with this joke beforehand. They're gonna make you. <laughs> Stop blank doing something. Insert particular thing here. Into in order to make their quarterly bonuses. Okay, there's the joke. Fucking, it's out. It's done. Whatever. I don't I, have to think about I, it anymore. I appreciate you. You did it. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for your patience and understanding. <laughs> Always there, ready for the joke, my friend. Always there. <laughs> All I'm saying is I fully support Zack Snyder. In everything, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch. Well, nothing's been announced yet, but you know, I'm not gonna watch blank. But I will watch Rebel Moon. So (laughs) that's on the record. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Don't you worry about blank. You let me worry about blank. Because I'm not gonna watch blank. (laughs) Precisely. Well, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that whenever the new skin stripper does get Wherever. released, whenever, uh, then I, all right, I'm gonna say this now because it doesn't matter. Um, but we are planning on dropping this new EP on March thirteenth, okay, whatever cool. the anniversary of the Snyder Cut is. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be like. Five or six songs, um, Love it. very ex- brand new, except for the songs that are covers. But um, the <laughs> covers are very audacious, and I'm very excited about that too. So whatever. 